going on, y'all? Welcome to the At The Buzzer Show. I am your host, the man, the myth, and the legend. Yes, that's me, King Will. And it's your girl, Jessnet. And we're here on a beautiful Tuesday, February, last day of February, last day of Black History Month. It Even is. though our history is every day, every month, every year, it doesn't matter. And we're here for you on this beautiful Tuesday. So today we're going to have a couple of different segments. We're going to break our segments in quarters this time. So our second quarter segment will be about the NBA. We'll talk about his Dame Lillard's 71-point game. Is he the greatest scoring point guard in history? We also will have who is better, Shea Gilgis-Alexander or John Morant? Third quarter segment, we'll talk about a little baseball and talk about how the pitch clock and how it's been affecting and why we started spring training. Also going to talk about baseball need a salary cap with Manny Machado signing his new 10-year, $350 million contract. Kids, go get a bad ball right now. <laughs> and then, fourth quarter, we'll have a little right now. We're going to talk about the Anthony Richardson. We're going to talk about the draft. And we're going to talk about Bronny James. But first is our first quarter segment, which is the NFL. So, Lamar Jackson is still currently... Uh, <laughs> In an impasse with the Baltimore Ravens, there's different there's different kind of things coming out. But far as we know right now, Lamar Jackson is still not signed to the Baltimore Ravens. So, Jess, what do you think? Do you think Lamar Jackson is going to stay with the Ravens? Pay the man. Pay the man. Pay the man. I hear you. <laughs> I agree. I say pay him because, mm -hmm. I mean, he's the most ele – well, Patrick Mahomes is still the best player in the league in my opinion. But mm -hmm. Lamar – Lamar Jackson is low-key, well, up there with him as the most electrifying man in, in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And he's proven that to you. I know he's had some problems and, you know, he had his issues in the playoffs and he had his moments, da da da, -da. But pay the man. Who else you going to have? Like, just go ahead and give him his money. Yep. He has, when he has played, he's giving you nothing but great stats, wins. Absolutely. Every single season, so I say pay the man. He want know he wants the Deshaun Watson mm -hmm. sort of contract. At the end of the day, he kind of I get why he's upset, and I think they should give it to him because with Deshaun Watson, they gave it to him. And he hasn't played. He hadn't played in like a two year. year, two years. It was almost okay, two years. almost two years, and mm -hmm. they still gave it to him. Mm -hmm. And Lamar has played consistently besides being hurt this year, so I say pay him. I mean, I, I agree. Um, first, we know Lamar turned down a five year. Well, reportedly turned out a five-year, $233 million deal mm -hmm. with $133 guarantee. There has been heavy rumors that he wants the Deshaun Watson contract, which mm -hmm. is five years, $230 million, but it's fully guaranteed. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play a little devil's advocate. I do agree, pay Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. but let me take it from the, from the owner's aspect and let it do a business decision. First of all, let's all just admit, the Cleveland Browns were stupid giving Deshaun Watson five years, two hundred and thirty million, fully guaranteed. But would you get? Would you say he's a better player than Lamar? Deshaun Watson. As no. far as as far as I'm not talking about recently. I'm no. talking about at fully at full strength. If you giving me Deshaun Watson, that was too before the case before, and all that. I would tough. have leaned Watson would have been better than Jackson I was, I would because say that too. of the throwing. But now, I mean, Lamar can sit back and say, I've I still never say pay the man though. I Lamar can sit back and say, I've never been in trouble. Mm -hmm. I won an MVP. Yep. You have not given me any type of weapons at Baltimore. And, and you gave me a competent offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. He's gone now. They got Todd Monken, the offensive coordinator from the National the Championship National, Georgia Bulldogs. The Georgia Bulldogs yeah. But if I'm Lamar Jackson, I understand because, yeah. look, Deshaun Watson, Mr. Nasty Man over here doing all this stuff. Allegedly. Alleg no, it ain't no alleg mm, when the smoke is fire, but okay, allegedly. It's allegedly. But... And you, he got $233 million. Never mind Kyler Murray, which y'all know how I feel about Kyler Murray, makes more money than him. Russell Wilson makes more money than trash. him. Kyler, don't get me started. <laughs> Russell Wilson, who is looking cooked, make more money than him. Pay the man Russell because one bad season. what the Ravens have done is not surrounded Lamar with any type of talent. Give me a That's great true. wide receiver he's at. Um, no, I, no, I give you that. Mark, exactly. At least Deshaun Watson did have... Um, Hopkins. Yeah, he had Hopkins, and then when he that got to Cleveland, really he got to <laughs> Cleveland. Now he got Chubb, and he got uh, he had Amari Cooper. And he barely played. And he played but exactly, stuff. Lamar had Hollywood Brown, Bashard. Mark uh, Andrews is a um, pro bowl. I mean, yeah, but like, that's the only one though. to win. I know Kansas City might have proven, proven that you don't need a star receiver to win, but then that's Pat Mahomes, who's Michael Jordan. So we can't expect Lamar to be like Pat Mahomes and not have like the big time wide receivers. But I don't know what the Ravens gonna do because what are you, what are you gonna do if you don't pay Lamar? Who you might as well blow the team up. 
That's all I'm saying. So bring him, to, a, bring him to Atlanta. That's what they say. Look. From shout out to uh, Jack Spade who has a wonderful oh, podcast the Jets would love to have him, called by the One way. Time for a Fan, and me and him talked about it, and he said it. The Falcons would be foolish. Because then what else they gonna have? All that money to Lamar Jackson. And I have understand, no one around him. but they won't have nothing else. No, I. They agree. will have nothing else, and there's there's a lot of holes in Atlanta mm-hmm. that, and I think Ritter hadn't had a chance. He showed some type of decent movement. Mm-hmm. And I would give him a more chance, mm-hmm. you know, than paying Lamar and then have to figure everything else. But I still say pay him. No, <laughs> I agree. Money. Pay him. I now that is a lot of money guaranteed. It is, especially they are worried about his knee, right? Right. Well, he first of all, let's keep it real. Mobile quarterbacks. They are going to get hurt. They get hurt. Even someone as physically imposing as a Cam <laughs> Newton. He even got injured and didn't last too long in the NFL. Well, let me just say they, you know, they let they hit Cam a lot. I mean, because he was 6'5", 250, 60 But they pounds. got away with a whole lot. I mean, that's him. true. But, I mean, the only mobile quarterback I can think, quote-unquote mobile quarterback, who's been successful and won championships is like a Steve Young. And even Steve Young wasn't winning with his legs. Steve Young was winning with his arm, one of the most accurate quarterbacks mm-hmm. in NFL history. So Lamar, but I think with Todd Monk and if if they can develop an offense, because Lamar can sit in the pocket. Go back to them Louisville Cardinals days. Trust me, go back. He was sitting in the pocket. And Atlanta Falcons fans know, and a lot of other people fans know, Bobby Petrino runs a pro-style offense. Lamar has proven he can sit in the pocket and he can throw. The plays that they were doing before, they were doing more run plays. They were running the ball first and second down, and it's third and eight. And everybody knows you want to be under five yards and third down. So pay the man, get him some wide receiver help, get him some good offensive line help, develop an offense around him where he doesn't have to use his legs as much. I know his legs is his most dangerous thing, but look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has uses his legs, but the Eagles have figured out how to do adapt both of them in without him. You have a great team. Hurt. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's very true. You but team. Lamar, they got to figure out something. And see, this is the Baltimore Ravens' fault. They should have gone ahead and gave him the money he wanted. Now you waited too long for all these teams to sign this contract. And if I'm the who boy, if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals or if I'm the L.A. Chargers. I'm sweating right now because you still got to pay Joe Burrow and and Justin Herbert. If I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm sweating on this Lamar Jackson contract because you got to pay Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen's not like that though. Jalen's gonna like take the load. You think you you don't know he's that man? Fifty million dollars a gonna, year sounds great. He's gonna be like Tom Brady and just take the little itty bitty money. And that's what the Philadelphia Eagles was hoping. But in the end of the day, this is football where one hit can change your whole career trajectory. So pay that man. That's all I can say. Hey, that man. So that's about the end of the, uh, the Lamar Jackson thing. So what we're going to get on next is Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers had just in his darkness retreat. He was supposed to stay four <laughs> days. He only stayed two. Okay. Um, Leave but Aaron alone. He came back. There's still no decision. There has been strong rumors that Aaron Rodgers seems to want to stay with the Green Bay Packers. But there also seems to be that the Green Bay Packers are ready to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. So, Jess, should the Green Bay Packers trade Aaron Rodgers? You know who Aaron LaMarcus Rogers reminds me of? LaMarcus. Um, what's his name? Teddy from Snowfall. <laughs> I can see that. He does look like Teddy from Snowfall when he got the little mustache. And, and I just, I'm saying that because he he gives he gives conniving um, and manipulation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so he says one thing and he's going to do another. I don't believe him when he says I want to do this and do that because I feel like he's going to change his mind the next day. Mm-hmm. That's why I mentioned Teddy. So, um, I don't think he's going to be with the Green Bay Packers. I would be shocked. I think he's either going to be, if he's smart, he'll go to the Jets. And I'm not just saying that as a new, I'm not just saying that. I think you are. I think you are. I'm not, but even you know that's a perfect I team mean, for him. It's true, it's true, but you, you say it because you're <laughs> from New York. No, it's not. No, listen. Or the, four, the, uh, the Niners, that would be even perfect too. But, but I still. Yeah. It would be. And he loves the 49ers. That's true, but then. But. I mean, giving up on Trey Lance after giving up three first-round picks would be foolish. That'd be dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. I say he should go. I think he should go to New York, go to the New York So Jets, you're saying the Packers should trade him. I think they should trade him. Aaron's going to do this every year. Aren't they tired? Well, I mean, this is a, I'm tired. That's true. That's true. I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers because, first of all, 
And then he lied about the whole vaccination thing. You know, Aaron, whatever. We were all on this. Kyrie the whole time. But Aaron was doing the same thing and lied about it. At least Kyrie That's was true. real about it. Let me say this about Aaron Rodgers. He is a generational talent. QB in talent. Facts. But Aaron Rodgers better be glad to say in the NBA. Because in the NBA where we 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 rank players and judge them by championships. Mm-hmm. Rodgers has won, what, three MVPs, has all these great regular season championship, uh, achievements, mm-hmm. and has won one championship. That's very true. One championship. Who do you think has the better, um, do you consider him just a regular season quarterback more than Peyton Manning? Because that's what they say about Peyton Manning. I mean, I could definitely see the correlation because they both have great regular season games. Peyton Manning more struggled in the playoffs, so some he of his playoffs a great time losses all the time. That is true, but most of his playoff losses on him. All of Green Bay's playoff That's failures. That's true, not I on Aaron. It's, it can't really be on That's Rodgers. That's true. It was time when they didn't have a defense. It was that time when Kaepernick ran all over Green Bay. That's People very true. That. I, I remember that. So, I mean, but in the end of the day, I mean, even if you have Rodgers, are you competing? Are you competing with Kansas City? Are you competing with Buffalo? Are you competing with the Chargers who's coming up? Uh, the Eagles? It's all these teams. If you're not competing with them, mm-hmm. let's wash our hands. Because first of all, let's talk about this. Jordan Love kind of shown he can play. If we remember week 12, when and I pull up the stats right here. Week 12, uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Jordan Love came in the game, went 6 for 9 for 133 yards and one touchdown. And a QB rank rating of 146 which is, I think, I believe 150 is perfect. So, Jordan Love has proven he can play. That was just one game. You got to give him, he showed that he could play, and you got to give him a chance to go out there because you got to move on eventually. You've had Jordan Love yeah, for that's what? that's true. That's true. Four or five years. Yes, they. the mistake the Packers did was they drafted Jordan Love thinking Aaron Rodgers was done, and what we don't speak about enough is Aaron Rodgers looked at that and then turned two MVP seasons. Yeah. So, he looked at that as motivated. But now, it's time to move on. As a Steelers fan, I Ah. know this pain because for the last three years, I have been begging the Steelers to get rid of Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is playing as poorly as Big Ben was near the end of his career. He's definitely not. He just had one bad season. But it's time. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. I you agree. lost Devontae Adams because of Aaron Rodgers' unsureness. And now, and now he wants him to go to. Now he wants him to go to Oakland. Exactly. I'm sorry. Wait, Las Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> and then, but here's the thing. Also, Rodgers is due forty million dollars. Like, that you need money. to start opening up this cap, getting this room. Because if Jordan Love do good, guess who you gotta pay next? Jordan Love. So that's a lot of crab legs I can buy. I say the Packers should go ahead. Now the problem is Aaron Rodgers can refuse any trade that's in his contract. So, you got to try to work and convince Rodgers. Maybe it's just telling Rodgers, look, you ain't going to start next year. Maybe that'll make him mad enough. But the Packers got to get rid of Rodgers. I mean, it's, it's just time. I think it's time, too. Um, he may not care, though. He may just sit down and be I mean, petty. No. You know, he looks like the type. So I mean, Rodgers is definitely – look, look. <laughs> I agree with you that they gave Kyrie more heat than what Rodgers did. But it they're both is. on the same spectrum. I mean, of, pe- the of crazy. Uh, of yeah, the weirdness. Yeah. I ain't gonna yeah. call them crazy because. When I say crazy, I mean weird. Guys. <coughs> Excuse My me. Bad. But that's, that's, you know, that's a little tough word. But the weirdness. They're not crazy because they're two of one of my faves. But I'm just saying. I mean, but is it worth the headache? It's just time to move on. You owe them all this money. You gotta spread. You gotta fix the defense. You got to get more wide receivers, more weapons. Go ahead and move to Jordan Love. Why he never got one. him some wide receivers? Though? Like, besides Devontae, that was his first. That was like And they the got Devontae in the third round. That's what I mean. And then, so that was like a gem. They were like, oh, snap, he is great. Exactly. But they never got him like someone like, ooh, Rodgers, we got, we got you. Like Jalen Hurts, they got like A.J. Brown and mm-hmm. blah, 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 and the great um, tight end and all that. They don't. They never do that for Rodgers. I think they should just go ahead and just let him go. Let him have a bunch of people around him. Go to the Jets or maybe even Miami. So Miami be a good place too, cause Tua looks to be. So just system. so just forget Tua, huh? So I'll say you this. know you know you know Tua can't Tua is done. I mean, Tua looks done. So what they you said wanna, he still got a concussion. I mean yes, he still but he still wants to play the Miami Dolphins. Still trying to. I wouldn't go that far. Really, the best move is the Tua, Jets. I like you. The Jets is the best move because they got the defense. I they want got you to live. a monster wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Look, people, go look up that New York Jets 
uh, I think they were playing the Minnesota Vikings game and see what Garrett Wilson was doing to possibly future Hall of Famer Patrick Peterson. I looked at that and wanted to call Patrick Peterson and say, hey, man, it's time to retire, bro, because young cats done caught up with you. Garrett Wilson is a future top man. Go look at that game. It was that game. Go look at that game. Garrett Wilson is probably Garrett Wilson is nice though. You got you got Brees Hall if he can come back healthy with James Robinson. Y'all, he was on my fantasy, and when he tore his ACL, I was very sad. You weren't going in anyway. So you weren't going. You got James Robinson. That's why I know. You from New York? New York always lose. But we still the match. So that's the end of the <laughs> end of the first quarter. Mecca as Jess, as Jess trying to get these last couple of shots off about New Mecca. York. Let's go to something else that New York ain't good at. The NBA, the second quarter segment. So Dame Lillard on what's the day? Tuesday. So that was Sunday. Every basketball movie is filmed in New York. I don't mean nothing. They don't. They don't do they get bit by mosquitoes out here. That don't mean nothing. Anyway. Dame Lillard scored 71 points Sunday against the Houston Rockets. It was his career high and his first 70-point game. Jess, Dame Lillard, who now has more 60-point games than LeBron James, Steph Curry, Shaquille O'Neal, mm -hmm. Larry Bird, Kevin Durant, Tim Duncan, mm -hmm. Magic Johnson, and Bill Russell combined, is he the greatest scoring point guard in NBA history? He's up there, no, but he's not number one. So, I, so I might put, like the greatest scoring point guard. The greatest scoring scoring point guard of all time. Of all I, time. I still have Steph in front of him, and um, maybe just Steph. I don't. I, I don't have. You really have Dave Lillard above, like number one. As pure scoring, scoring, yes, I would put Dane over Steph. I think it's close. Don't get it twisted. Cause I'm not trying to be like in the moment with the 70 point game. I know Dame. I I always I always like defend mm. Dame to people. That's true. People love to say talk down on Dame, mm -hmm. but I love Dame's game. I love how pure it is. I love how he's a great leader. All he needed was some. I know him and CJ weren't really like they were good, but they weren't like I mean, perfect a short together. Court. Yeah, short and court. he just need he. I feel like he just needs more. So let's more name help, some, but, let's, let's name some scoring point guards. But you no. got Steph Curry. Of course, you got Dame. If we want to go old school, you got Gilbert I mean, Arenas. I can put Kyrie in there, too. Kyrie. Gilbert Arenas, Kyrie. Um, um, I don't consider AI a point guard, but people like to. But if you put AI in point guard, that's another one. Allen Iverson. Um, so, and even that's even tough because if you put Iverson in the point guard argument. I don't put him in there, though. I put him in shooting guards. Yeah, that's true. The combo guard. I mean, that's like Gilbert. I didn't really technically count uh, Gilbert as a point, a point. guard. But Gilbert's more of a point guard. Dang, this is the reason why I feel like Dang. Again, what I just read, this stat about LeBron, Steph, and Shaq. He has four 60-point games. Four. Four. And he just scored 71. And if you watch that 71, it, look, his stats from the 71 game. Let's look at it. I pulled him up. It was really efficient. 22 of 38. Really 13 of 22. He was one off from the three-point record of Klay Thompson, which, first of all, sidebar, if you want to talk about how amazing Clay Thompson's NBA record game is. He hit 14 threes in three quarters. Yeah. He didn't even play the fourth quarter. So just a man. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer and all that. I don't think he's the second greatest shooter of all time. I think there's a little bit of an argument. But that's just amazing to show how amazing Clay's 14 he's three point game was. Is he did that in three quarters. And it took Dane all of the fourth quarter, all the four quarters to get to 13 threes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But 13 for 22, he was efficient 57% from the field. And he's doing this when his second best player is probably Anthony Simons. Who's, who, who has potential. Who has potential. Good. Don't get into it. He has potential. And he'd be, he be in 30. But he has no one else. And he's still proving I mean, over and What's over and Nerf over Nerfage? and over again that he's been carrying this team. The only thing Dame doesn't have really is a championship. That's why when people were arguing me that he shouldn't have been in the top 75, I was How? like, nah. Like, nah. I mean, Dame definitely deserves to be in the top 75. I would put... You would put him over Kyrie? Yes. Absolutely. No, I'm going to mean as a leader and as a... I, level, whatever you say, yes. Absolutely. So you think he's more talented as a point guard... Well, as... You're talking about scoring point guard. He's more talented as a scoring point guard than Kyrie. Skill, everything. I'm not talking I mean, about rebounding. We're just talking about scoring. So, okay. 
The only thing I feel Kyrie got over him. Because assists is basically the same. Is handles. That's the only thing he really. Dame is a better three-point shooter. He's the second greatest long-distance shooter behind Steph Curry. But I feel like Kyrie can Kyrie could also go in the. I know he's small, but he could go into the post and do different things with his feet. So can Dame. But not. And uh, and Dame will. And Dame will yam on you. He will dunk on you. He's barely touching the rim, but yeah. No, man. Just now you sound like a hater. You sound like a hater. What is he? You mad? You mad? He go to the Knicks. That's what it is. You mad? He go to the Knicks. You sound a real hater. He did say that. You sound like a hater. He said he would so go to the me, But that's you, not why. You that's tell me if you start a team. I love Dave. I, de- I if you start, Dave all answer the, the question. Time. Answer If you start a team, oh, you're going Kyrie or Dame. I'm choosing Dame. We're talking about scoring. Thank you. Thank, but we were talking you. about scoring. We're doing scoring. Give me Dame over Kyrie. I don't I don't see um nothing Dame does Kyrie, Kyrie's, Only thing he better is a three-point shooter. Kyrie scores 60 points. I'm still losing by 20. Dame scores 60 points. We might win. Now, see, that's something that I will admit that you did just that you did Thank just you. make a good point. Thank about. you. Because what I will say is the 60, when Kyrie do go off of 60. Ain't nobody touching the ball. No, not just oh, ain't nobody ain't touching no one, the ball. No one touched the ball with Dame either. He had four assists. He had six. Let me, I'll make sure he had six. Okay. Oh, my bad too. He had six assists. He had six assists. You act like he had twelve. He had. Kyrie was scored sixty with one assist. That's not. That's not. And that'll true. probably be by luck. That's not. You're petty, but um, <laughs> no. I will admit though, if he scores, if Kyrie scores sixty, they're most likely losing. Yep. However, when Dame scores sixty, you're gonna win. More likely. More than likely, More likely will you will win. Thank you. But that's not because Kyrie is like a horrible... Um... He's a team killer. I mean, look, you know he's a team killer. It's the thing nobody wants to talk about. I mean, no, people talk about it all the time. Um, he's a team killer. Give me Dan Max Hardaway. said it. Who else be saying it? A lot of people say that. Like... Kyrie got talent, but give me Dame ahead of him. Give me, give me prime Russell Westbrook over Kyrie Irving. Okay. Prime Russell Westbrook. I don't know. They kind of. Mm. Nah, give me prime because at least I'm gonna, know, get ten, kinda, I'm gonna get ten assists <laughs> out of Westbrook. I'm gonna get ten assists out but of Westbrook. But you're gonna get ten turnovers too. You might. You might. Kyrie, you know, you know, Westbrook gonna get eight might. turnovers with the thirteen assists, with the ten rebounds, and the forty points. You're gonna get a quadruple double. I know. And that's we, because and of the we, ten. We're gonna get back. Turnovers. We're gonna get back to it. So let me ask you this, because you be shocked. So is Kyrie a Hall of Famer? Is Kyrie a Hall of Famer? I think by the right, right now. Sorry. Right now, if he's career ended, uh, right now. Yeah, I think he'll make it. Absolutely not. He'll make the Hall of Famer. Absolutely not. When people try to play him in the top 75, I thought y'all was just blind. because mainly because of that shot, that shot that he made. I know Le- LeBron blocked great, 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 great. But with that shot, that shot is top, arguably top five greatest shots in great, NBA great. finals. But guess who and that's won? A fact. But who won the championship for them Cleveland Cavaliers? What do you mean who? Who won the championship for him? Was it Kyrie? Yeah. No, it was he LeBron James. That. It was LeBron James. So without that shot. shot, he just hit that shot. Ooh, but he if he didn't hit the shot, that block wouldn't that's be a darn like, thing. So John Paxson. Is the reason the Bulls won because he hit that shot? Is well, Steve Kerr the reason why? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's the buzzer that's as you talking that ridiculousness <laughs> over here. Let's talk about something that cheap. Now we're on the third quarter segment about baseball. Of course, as we see, spring training has. Oh, you're all right. Excuse me. Yeah. We're on the other segment. Shay Gilders Alexander mm-hmm. versus Ja Morant. Sorry, I kind of skipped over a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is having a breakout year, averaging 31 points, four uh, rebounds, and five assists a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a question Jess had posted on Facebook, and she asked me, and a p- couple people chimed in. And I think it was a really good question because the player that I'm about to name him against, I feel like we may be overrating him slightly. But I'm not gonna say that, but let's say this, Jess. Close. Who <laughs> is the better player, and who would you rather have, Shea Gilgis-Alexander or John Moran? If I like, if I was a GM and I'm like, if I had to choose, um, I would choose just because I'm thinking about the overall aspect of like not just stats, but also mm-hmm. in franchise player, but also um, who could be the face of the NBA, and that's mm-hmm. Jaw. Yeah. So I would go with I would go with Jaw because I feel like he gives you more of a like people come to the stands. I'm mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. sorry, stands. People come to the arena to mm-hmm. see Jaw, even if they even though. That's true. Even if they're not a Memphis Grizzlies fan, that's true. We're like, ooh, I want to see Jaw play. No one's really saying that about SGA right now. Mm-hmm. However, I love his game. His game that's is true. great, mm-hmm. and he's gonna give. He's gonna win you games yes. too. Yes. So that's factual. But I'm gonna go with Jaw just because of the overall aspect of everything. And, I mean, they, and they're 
numbers are sort of. I know um, Shea averages more, but, but he has to do more. Yeah. His team isn't as. And John got more assists. John averages eight assists, five rebounds. His team is better. He's averaging twenty-seven points a game. His team is better. I mean, I get it. I get you with that with Jaw. When it comes to the entertainment factor, the wild factor, the Jaw definitely brings it. The mm-hmm. high flying dunks, the high flying mm-hmm. layups, the crossovers, everything. But if I was building a team. Give me the six six point guard, Shay Gilchrist Alexander, that can play defense. Hey, I'll take him. That can defend, <laughs> that can pass. Because people forget when the Clippers traded for Paul George, they didn't want to trade. They him. did not want to trade Shay. They really did not want to trade him. And I'm glad he's finally starting to show the game he is. I like Shay because he brings more on the defensive side. Six uh, ja, six ja, long ja, wingspan. John ja gets cooked a little bit. He does get you cooked. You act like Shay not cooked. Shay is getting cooked a little bit against uh, big time players at least. Because and then you got to think Jaw is shorter. He's about what six two, six three really maybe, not? maybe. Oh, I thought he was like 6'3", 6'4". No, he's not no 6'4". Quit me. See him stand next to Russell Westbrook. He's not 6'4". I don't believe. Oh, I think oh, he's more six two, six three. Okay. Um, but that's what I'm saying. When he plays against bigger guards like a Lamelo Ball who's six seven or you know, other point guards that are 6'6", six, six, Jaws going to struggle. Shea is not going to struggle. I don't know. I haven't seen Jaws struggle that much. I mean, because, one, <laughs> first of all, the reason why Jaws don't struggle is because he has Jaron Jackson backing him up. Jaron Jackson was one of the best. What do, you def- mean, what do you mean backing him up? Like defending for him? Yes. So you're, he, you're he, not. He's he not defending point guards? Jaron, what I mean is the lane is closed a lot. So. Mm-hmm. With John knowing he got Jaron Jackson and on his he, back. And he also he, got Steven Adams. And he's got Steven Adams. You got Dylan Brooks on. The, the defense, John's not like Gary Payton, okay? Yeah. But the defense they have surrounded around him kind of no, covers helps. that a it little bit. It, it helps. helps. Because if you know you got Steven Adams and, and, and Jaron Jackson, which Jaron Jackson, I believe, is leading the league in blocks, mm-hmm. then you're willing to take more risk on the Claxton defensive end. It's either it's between him and Claxton. They've been in and out because between Claxton, Jaron Jackson, and Bam, that's probably the three who mm-hmm. could be going for defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. But when you have that, you're willing to take more risk against other guards. Mm-hmm. Give me Shea, man. Just Shea, if you put Jaw on the Oklahoma City Thunder, they're in the lottery. You Shea got this team about to be in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I think that's the type of player he is. He's a better playmaker in my eyes. I think Shea's a better shooter than Ja. Yes, Ja's more athletic, but mm-hmm. give me Shea. I give day. you I give you Shea as a better uh he improved on his shooting because he did and, and after the Clippers he wasn't as reliable as reliable. I'm just, I'm just comparing when he first came to now. He definitely been working on his game. Ja has worked on his game too, cause True. his, cause his shot was not. I mean, it's not the best right now still, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was not. It wasn't. It was worse before. So they both, yeah, they're both looking good. I feel like the sky's the limit for both of them, and I feel like they're gonna be top five, at least top five PGs in the league next few years, like mm-hmm. all together. Somewhat as far as young point guards. No, I'm thinking you when you say that. Okay. So if we go on young point guards top five, you're thinking Ja, Shea, mm-hmm. I think you could put Dennis, uh, Darius Garland from the mm-hmm. Cleveland mm-hmm. Cavaliers there. Jalen Brunson is another mm-hmm. one. Uh, um, of course, Trey. Trey. Uh, LaMelo, I don't know. Let's see if he come back from that broken foot. Um, he's been playing. He's been averaging 28 of 8 and 8. You <laughs> got De'Aaron Fox, too. That's another young top five point oh, guard. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Fox. So, mm-hmm. I mean. And he's, he's another example of someone that's needed some help. True, 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 true. He just needed some help because he been, I mean, honestly, he's been averaging 24. Oh, I've been, I've been a De'Aaron Fox fan for, I've been on De'Aaron Fox for yeah, a minute. Yeah, he's been um, like that. He just has help in Sacramento, like the beam there all the time because oh, yeah, they, they probably winning. Did. They win. So, <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot of good point guards. If I'm supposed, if I was to go who's probably the best young point guard right now, if you're not counting Luca as a point guard, which I know some teams, some oh, people do Luka count Luca as a point guard. If we count Luca as a point guard, it's Luca. It's Luca by far. No, no, no. They really do count him as a point guard. Oh, I'm like, he is a point um, guard. But if we're not counting Luca, is is job. But I think Shea has the best opportunity to eclipse. Okay, I, I agree. That's why I, I mean I posted that for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So now we're gonna get to our third quarter segment that I was a little bit too excited for because I love baseball so much, is MLB. So we're going to talk about 
the new rules affecting baseball. The biggest one we're going to talk about is really the pitch clock, which has been the most controversial mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, yeah. So the pitch clock, Jess, as we get ready to explain, it, it, it's been kind of hit and miss from what I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see watch one spring sharing a game where it ended because the batter did not get in the bat box enough time, which seems kind of weird for a game to end. But Jess, what do you think about the new baseball rules? I mean, I'm reading it because it's a lot. Um, <laughs> 15 seconds with bases empty, 20 mm-hmm. seconds with runners on. Mm-hmm. Hitter gets one timeout per plate mm-hmm. appearance. Must be in batter's box with eight seconds left. Yep. Um, pitches get two um, disengagements. Yep. Which means they what that means is they uh, come pick off, off the, times. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Come off the rubber. Pick off attempts. Pick or off step offs. Yep. Per batter off. violations are bolt. Mm-hmm. Um, limits on pickup attempts led to 26% increase in stolen bases. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. in minors, though. And then pitch timer help help reduce game length by 25 minutes. Which, uh, which the stat has shown that the game is becoming faster. And, I mean, I get... I think they're doing too much, but that's just my opinion. I mean, I understand why baseball do it. Baseball has to... I love baseball for what but it is. But people think it's boring. That's why I said people will say it's boring. I don't think I it's love boring. baseball for what it is. I, I love pitching matchups. I love the hitter. Like, my favorite hitter is Barry Bonds. Steroids or not, I think he's the greatest player of all time. If you watch that man play, like, I don't think no one is better. And then pitching was me was who? That would be a discussion for another day. Because I, I, I will I will, I will take anybody out about Barry Bonds versus Ken Griffey Jr. You will be absolutely surprised how much better Barry Bonds is than Ken Griffey Jr. I and I was a Ken Griffey Jr. fan. Don't get it twisted. I was the backwards hat when I played baseball. I had the little wiggle. And Alex but, Rodriguez got the natural. Oh, uh, go on about that. But it is facts. the game has to figure out something. They're being, of course, football is the giant that who it is. Basketball is basketball. But now even I think people like UFC over baseball. Um, soccer is getting a little bit more fans in baseball. Baseball has to figure out how to reach this younger generation. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this younger generation likes more instant gratification, more faster results. That's why I think football and basketball are so popular because the is so much action going on. So baseball have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But as a baseball purist, yes, I kind of hate it a little bit because... You know, I think it's more of a chess matchup, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to benefit the pitchers more than the hitters. Really? The 15 seconds with bases empty? I, any of the time, I think it's going to benefit them. I will admit, when they get on base, I was wondering that as a base stealer, because once he mm-hmm. disengaged twice, then as a base runner, I know, oh, he can't throw back to me. So now all I got to do is just time the yeah. pitch, and I can steal the base. Does so I think. cheating? I mean, but baseball's one of the most... I hated that baseball got away from base stealing. I grew up with Ricky Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Ricky Henderson. Uh, Eric Young was another one. It was just so many type of stolen base. Like, you don't have the 100 stolen base player no more. And I think it did slow down the game a little bit. It made the game less boring. And if it can get people to st- get players to steal the bases more then I would love that. I-, I love base stealing. I like to see that. Yeah. I like base stealing especially I mean Jackie Robinson was huge for that back in the day. I mean yeah. Sure. Even Jackie I mean you go back like I said uh Kurt Flood, you can go to Kenny Lofton, Otis Nixon. It's just you don't see it no more. You don't have the base stealer no more. Uh, I remember Billy Hamilton enough? coming up from the Cincinnati Reds was supposed to be this great base stealer and it didn't you know, he didn't turn into the base stealer that he thought he was going to be. Do you think it's because people aren't as fast like they used to? Like, no. Players? I think analytics has killed baseball. Um, you know, and one of the analytics is just like base stealing is, is a bad play because mm-hmm. it's more of a risk of a player getting thrown out. And I think that reason why is they were looking for more power. Mm-hmm. So they got away from hitters with speed. They were looking for more players that could hit for power, hit more home okay. runs. And that's that why sense. I think it went away. And I hope this brings it back. But the pitch clock, I think, helps the pitcher because it keeps them in a rhythm. Right. I think once they get under understanding, I read a quote from Max Scherzer, future Hall of Famer that pitches for the New York Mets, and he loves the rule because it gets them, it gives them a rhythm. Um, and Max Scherzer on a rhythm is a scary aspect, especially uh-huh. when he's pitching. So, Facts. I'm just saying. So. I mean, the pitch clock is going to be the most controversial. I think the shift is going to work. 
The shift rule is the, the next shift. one. Uh, what two, else we got? Two infielders must be positioned on either side of second base mm -hmm. when the pitch is released. There's bigger bases. Mm -hmm. Which that's, that's a safe one. that's a safety thing. Which I also think bigger bases are going to help base stealing because if you've seen the go look up the picture of how the bases look uh, between back uh, last season and now the bases are bigger, which means the hitter. The uh, base runner is going to have more leadoff time, more opportunity to swipe a base because the bases are bigger. So I think that's going to be a very interesting aspect, too. Uh-huh. That's it. Those, that's all I see on here. But all I can say is, is baseball has to do something to speed up the game. They got to catch up with football and basketball. So we just got to get – they got to figure it out. Because one thing, the reason why baseball is trying to figure out is – these owners are tired of paying these big old behind contracts. So if you haven't looked, Manny Machado just signed a 10-year, $350 million baseball deal, making him one of the highest-paid baseball players uh -huh. in the seat in the um, in major leagues. Uh, there has been a lot of conversation between major league owners uh -huh. and major league players association, which the major league has the strongest players association out of all the leagues. Uh -huh. That the owners want to want a salary cap. So, Jess, do you think the owners deserve a salary cap in major leagues? No, I want this to keep on going because <laughs> it makes me laugh and smile at the same time. Well, and mad because I'm not making um, $500 million in Absolutely. 10 years. But I think it's fun to watch. So yeah. I think they should keep it. Um, it's not being cheap. I mean, don't be cheap. Don't I mean, I get, pay these I, people. I definitely get it. Because they got the money. So looking over, like, right now, these are the biggest contracts that happen in this offseason, and these mm -hmm. deals are just wild. Aaron Judge, nine years, $360 million. Manny Machado, actually it was 11 years, excuse me. me. 11 years, $350. Uh, Raphael Devers from the Red Sox, 11 years, 331 Trey Turner, 11 years, $300 million. Xander Bogarts, 11, 280 Carlos Correa, everybody remember what Carlos Correa went through. He previously signed a 13-year, $350 million with the Giants. They looked at his knee, said never mind. Then the Mets gave him $315. They looked at his knee, said never mind. And then he settled for a cool $200 million over six years. And then Jacob DeGrom, he signed 185. I mean, it's just, it's crazy deals. Dansby Swanson, 177. So I'm trying hey, to figure out how much that is to me. I am glad the Braves didn't give him that much money because we had a shortstop in wait. But... I mean, the whole reason why the owners want a salary cap is because they can't control themselves signing these big, giant paychecks. They just can't. It's the same thing in football, basketball, any other sport, the reason why they create salary caps, because these owners need something to keep them in control and check from writing big checks, and that just sounds idiotic to me. Like, Go ahead and pay these people. Go ahead and pay them. They put their lives on the line every single and I, I know I'm over-exaggerating, but they still put their, <laughs> but they still, you know, they give you, like, they spend time away from their families, and um, they take time out every day to work out, to win for you and everything. Mm -hmm. Why not pay these people? How much is Aaron Judge getting? I'm trying to calculate every So Aaron Judge, you so, you what you just trying to try to holler. The nine year, no, 360. <laughs> huh, that what you trying to do? <laughs> 360. Uh, okay, hold on. Huh, that's 40 million. That's 40, I believe. Yeah, you know, I'm not, million. I'm not with the math. You so, that. that's what $40 million That's a, year. a lot of so, money a year. <laughs> but, but to compare, though, $40 million a year, that's how much Aaron Rodgers or a uh, Pat Mahomes make. They make around about $40 million. So it makes sense for Aaron Judge. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just, I'm not here challenging my no, math. No, I'm not. I just wanted to make sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not here challenging my math. Okay? Math major. I might not have finished in college. That was only because I didn't go to class. I wasn't because I was dumb. <laughs> I gotta try my math. I'm just saying, who are the second highest? The second? No, these are the contracts that happened this year. So Manny Machado signed the second contract, 11 year, 350 mil. Okay, so which that's is like 35. Right under about 35 million, 35, 36 million dollars a year. It's a lot of crab legs. It's a lot of money. But baseball owners, they make bukus of money. The, come on, New York Yankee fan. You know the New York Yankees can. Can not, not, this? not. Uh, George Steinbrenner would be. No, George. Upset. George Steinbrenner would have figured how to pay Aaron Jones. No, no, that. That's the. But everyone else, they they budget now. His son's budget. George would have gave everyone a, the same amount. Of that's money. what I'm saying because Judge, he basically carried the Yankees. So, no, that's facts. So, and he, so he deserved that money. He deserves that money. Because remember last year they um, were trying to give it to him. Mm -hmm, no, no, mm -hmm. no, no, they weren't. No, they weren't trying to give him that much. No, they weren't trying to give him that much. Yes. So he proved this year yes, with all the home it. runs and everything. So it's like, all right, we got to give you the money now. Exactly. So, that's so baseball don't need a salary cap. They just need to know how to spend. Because, And I get it. 
And I think it's probably from the Angels because Otani, when he becomes a free agent, shoo, boy, it might be half a billion contract going by him. But they have to do something. And to me, this is what baseball need to get people to play. Because baseball having issues with people trying to play, especially African Americans, that's at a, I believe it's at its lowest since you know, back when Jackie Robinson them played, mm-hmm. it's been, it hasn't been this low. And it it, it, it breaks my heart seeing it because I grew amazing. up with so many black baseball players and seeing how it's so low now hurts. But this is the way baseball has to do it because... Because they shove basketball and football in our Exactly. And right now, like I'm telling my kids now, like, hey, man, let's get a bad ball because they out here offering three, four hundred million dollar contracts playing Major League Baseball. Um, they're not doing that it's in football. Hard to get into. I mean, if they're doing it in football, you also come in with probably two broke legs, two broke arms, and a broke neck with it. I mean, is it worth it? I mean, that ball coming at you 95 miles an hour. I know. mean, you know, Jess, there is no way baseball is more dangerous than football. Don't you I'm not saying. Don't, I'm don't just saying when that don't ball come at you and it almost hit your face, like. No, they, they move your head. They could, see, they could, football move your, um, move your head, move, too. Move, move, move what? Your head <laughs> need to be on a swivel. That's what you call <laughs> You see, too, he was buddy that you didn't want me to talk about that. Exactly. But see, he's a, that's why I said, just let Lamar come over there. But these owners, they're just trying to do it because the owners are trying to get power back from the baseball players. Mm-hmm. But they can't, they got to figure out something because what baseball cannot afford is another lockout or strike, especially when they're yeah. struggling with so many fans, not getting people to come to the ballpark, and trying to catch up with the NBA and, and NFL. And hey, probably trying to catch up with college football because I think college football is bigger than soccer, the major league. Course, I mean, soccer is a big huge. world sport, but I baseball mean, is getting is to the biggest sport. It's getting to how hockey was when NFL mm-hmm. ma- major league. Games, exactly. So yeah. they gotta. They need to just figure this out. Mm-hmm. Pay these players. It's y'all fault. Y'all giving them these big old behind contracts. It's just y'all fault. Just give it to them. How much them agents getting? Ten percent cut. Agents always get 10% cut. So, $40 million. Exactly. So, they get that. They're not getting $40 million. They get No, they're not getting $40 million. So But if month, you have... They probably get like $30,000. But then if you combine it with you have 10 to 15 clients, or if you like clutch, you got like almost 100 clients. Yeah, you're making buku. Exactly. So, <laughs> I was going to be I was going to be an agent. <laughs> you're so silly. I was. That is the buzzer. So, we are getting to the rundown. So, the rundown is topics that we'll have a short little topic about it's only gonna be a little bit four minutes long so so it ended the fourth quarter and we will be talking about anthony richardson anthony richardson has been shooting up the draft stocks mm-hmm. i don't know why but i mean i I'll know why. why i know why okay okay look i know why but uh right now anthony richardson if you go by vegas odds is i think he has the favorites to be the number one pick in the nfl draft I, so. and i was shocked by that i mean so what you think about anthony richardson I mean, I look. I, I'm not a Florida lover, but I do like Florida because I like when they be like this. Mm. But um, but I'm but I'm not a fan. Uh, he just. He's a Georgia fan. He gonna get you. He's a big Georgia fan. But listen, I did look at. I mean, I watched him a little bit and I looked up his highlights even more. Mm. Um, so I could see a little bit more of him. But it's his upside, his size, arm. I'm sorry, his size. He's Mm -hmm. big. And he has he he does have nice arm strength, his mobility, of course, as well. He can run a little bit, but he only played thirteen games. He only played thirteen games. I didn't know that. So, but at the combine, I was going to say at the combine, he needs to showcase his speed and explosiveness. So Anthony Richardson to show a little bit more is a coach is a coach killer. No, it's not his fault. He's going to be a coach killer, but I'm going to explain why he's a coach killer. Anthony Richardson, yes, off of just. Pure upside, talent, yeah. Yeah. upsize. Cam Newton size, speed, uh, arm kind of compared to like Jamarcus Russell, mm-hmm. all that, right? But Ooh, if you're a coach that's gonna draft Anthony Richardson, if you don't get him figured out in two or three years, you're gonna be looking for another job. That's what I mean. He's a coach killer because he's so talented and off the potential, he's gonna get coaches fired. I am not sold on Anthony Richardson. I thought he should have went back in college. He has inconsistent feet work. He doesn't sit in the pocket. It's because they're salivating over the size and the arm strength. Bryce Young came up at five foot ten and a half, which was a little bit. I mean, excuse me, came up at six foot. But Todd McShay McShay reported that he was five ten and a half 
that if like, CJ Stroud has question marks, I already told y'all about Will Levis. And that's why I think he's shooting up the ranks because there's a coach looking at it. And don't look. Pull up an Anthony Richardson highlight tape. It is it looks amazing. Great. It looks great. Do not get it is amazing. Because when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. And there's coaches right now that's just looking and they're like, oh, like, oh I can fix that. I see it. Do not, okay? I think he needs to go to a team, kind of like what Pat Mahomes did with Kansas City, where you have an established starter, mm-hmm. you have him sit mm-hmm. year or two, mm-hmm. work on his feet work, mm-hmm. work on his decision-making, work on all that, and then have him ready. Okay. But if you draft number one, you're going to be you're gonna have to try to throw him out there. Like a Zach Wilson? Like, and Lord, let's not even talk about Zach. I'm not going to say he's bad as Zach Wilson, but to I me, the boom, the boom or bust for him is you could get Cam Newton or you could get Jamarcus Russell. I mean, and I think you're more getting Jamarcus Russell. I hope the kid works out. I hope the kid does I, good. I hope he does but well. I just... People are just going off well. the physical skills and the physical talent. And it's more to that, especially at QB. How many, like, very physical – I mean, I can go down from Matt Jones. People forgot about Matt Jones. He used to play wide receiver. He was a quarterback for Arkansas. He ended up switching to wide receiver. But that's like an athletic player that they switched because he never could know how to throw from the pocket. I just don't see it with Anthony Richardson. I, I just, I mean, I get it. That well, you salivate man, over prove size. us wrong. Prove him wrong. <laughs> right, prove me wrong. Prove him wrong. I, I mean, I see it. I just don't know. I have to. So I if you, judge so it. if you, the Jets or Giants or whichever I don't one know. of them trash I behind to... New York teams you cheer for, oh, uh, would because you draft them? Look, you still is, um, you still doesn't look that great either. We okay. are. Uh, don't start. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, okay, for, don't, you know. And then we made the play. I'll let you have that. I'll let you have that. I'll let you have that. But I do love me some Michael Tomlin. So, But, but you anyway, didn't answer the question. Would you draft him then? Out of all those people that you just named, I probably would. Well, so, so if you if had. If I'm going by upside and the arm strength and the mobility and all that. But, yeah, I would probably, even over Bryce, because, just because of the height and everything, I would try. Because, especially going by this draft class. This draft class is not all that great. So if oh, I see him, I'll be like, well, I'm honestly I mean, try. And that's why I think he's <laughs> lifting up is because this QB class to me is not as strong. I mean, the Q- first of all, the one thing we got to talk about anyway is there has not been a lot of like generational QBs coming in the draft. I think the last one just Joe Burrow might have been the last one. And then before him, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow. Andrew Luck, that was probably your last three, like, generational, quote-unquote, generational-type talent QBs. You know, that's how far back with Andrew Luck. Um, So I think that's why Richardson is jumping up so high because there's a lot of teams that need quarterback. Mm -hmm. The Indianapolis Colts need quarterback. Tennessee Titans. Detroit. eh, You think? Oh, Lord. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Got in the Pro Bowl and actually did a pretty good, had a pretty good oh, year. Oh, you said he made the Pro Bowl. Oh, he, he did, did make he the did Pro make Bowl. He did make the Pro Bowl. Jared Goff did pretty good. Oh, my God. I mean, Falcons, maybe, I, you know, I still say Robert Ritter. I mean, hey, the Baltimore Ravens might be needing a quarterback because they, they don't just, know how to pay Lamar. They just um, let go of Marcus Mariota. I mean, they had to. I mean, the man quit on them. So, <laughs> I mean, I would get rid of him, too. So, I mean, if there's so many quarterback needy teams. That's why he's shooting up. But I, I think what he's going to do is get two or three coaches fired. That's basically what's going to Please happen. don't go to Houston. Houston, don't draft him. Why not? They need a QB. Don't mess up his career. I mean. Houston is the worst place. To I'll say, the reason I want him to go to, if he if he does go to Houston, I think D'Amico Ryans will figure out, you know, with him a little bit better because Ryans will build that defense a little bit better for him. But he, he needs to go. A team he needs to go to, if I was just to name one, would be like, like, mm, Tennessee would be a good team. Do a gap year with Tannehill, maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. Have him sit. That'll be a good team to go to. Carolina could be a good move. Do a gap year with Sam Darnold. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Saints, you could probably do a gap year with Andy Dalton love or Jameis Winston. Derek Carr, so, I mean, it's a lot of that. But, I mean, I just, I'm just i just not sold on Anthony Richardson. I feel you. I definitely think you're better. But, I'll draft you, um, Anthony. Of course you will. Of course you will. I'm gonna tell your husband out here talking about Florida Gator fans. You know, I'm not. He don't. He don't dis. He don't dislike them. He just. Um, he if he he's a true Georgia fan, he hates he, the Florida. I Gators. mean, he definitely doesn't like them. But well, I'm okay. saying. Because um, <laughs> I hate Florida State, so because I'm a Hurricane fan, Florida State's trash. 
free shoes. University. I mean, they they won a title. Oh, um, with so <laughs> with the uh, <laughs> why I ain't gonna look look that Florida State team was probably one of the greatest teams. It was. <laughs> I mean, not compared to the two thousand one Miami Hurricane, which is the actual greatest team. Oh of all my time. god. Anyway, all right. So with the combine coming up on Thursday. Which college players think can lift their stock up in the combine this week? Um, besides Anthony, because Anthony Richardson can help himself mm-hmm. out to like yeah. secure his number Absolutely. one, like I was saying. Um, then I also have um, there's a guy named Jordan Addison from USC. USC. Yep, um, Pittsburgh transfer. Yes, he he's only six foot, which I didn't realize it. But he can help himself out at the combine with his great. Um, he has great route runner. Like he's a great route runner. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, the forty yard dash will be key for him, they say. Yes. Um, and then also Jackson Smith from Ohio State. I think I told you about him. He only played three games this season because of a hamstring, but he is in the in the combine, mm-hmm. and he. I think he needs to prove like he's. I mean, I know he played. We talked about how he played with Garrett Wilson, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't. And he wasn't. He was never the best wide receiver with Ohio State, and mm-hmm. this year he wouldn't have either because of Marvin Harrison yeah. Jr. Yeah. But I mean, he did have a in two thousand one. The year before this year, he did have a historic season mm-hmm. with sixteen hundred um, yards, only not not only but nine touchdowns, and he only had ninety five grabs, which is pretty yeah, which is pretty um, efficient. I, I, um, I like Jordan Addison. That's that's a good one. I like and, that. And um, this guy from Tulane, they call him Big Big Play Juice. Tajay Taj, Spears. Yeah, Tajay Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a running back, and yep. he can. They feel like he could contribute a lot on third downs. The team mm-hmm. can really use him. He's expected to wow on the 40-yard dash and the 20-yard shuttle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those are my picks that can really help themselves out in the combine. Mm-hmm. Who's like can possibly go late first round or mid first round. Maybe they might. Someone might not even notice them. May go later yeah. to third or fourth round. Absolutely. And I think there'd be some good grabs if they could prove themselves. So. I, I like that. Um, I had uh, Tajay Smith. Uh, Sharp, uh, Spears mm-hmm. on my list. Uh, I think he's an underrated running back if he goes to the right system. Because we know think, the Texas running back is going to be like top ten probably. Because I mean, you you get when you look at him, you can think someone like Brees Hall, who I think Brees Hall was a second round pick, I believe, second or third round pick that the Jets found and was having a Great rookie year. of the year mm-hmm. type year before he got injured. I could definitely see that from him. Um, Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver from TCU, is a wide receiver I'm looking I out saw for. Him too. I see. Julio Jones type ability with the size. He's not as fast as Julio, but I can see a poor man's Julio Jones with him. Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee is another good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hendon Hooker, who tore his ACL. I think Hendon Hooker was heading toward possibly second round, bottom first round mm-hmm. from that great year he had with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But then unfortunately, towards ACL against UGA, mm-hmm. he didn't look good against UGA, which had an NFL type of defense. Mm-hmm. And I think it stopped draw. But I think in the right system, in the right program, he can be kind of a steal mm-hmm. of a QB. I think he can live. I know, I don't think he's doing any throwing anything, but with the court, with the interviews and all that, which I've read that a lot of people say he's one of the smartest players, mm-hmm. smartest QBs, uh, that's in the draft, so I think he'll be a good one. So that's another good one. But I think the the player who's going to lift their stock the most is the player we just talked about was Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think once he get out there and they see the six foot five, the two hundred and fifty pound frame, mm-hmm. if he run, if he does run a forty, the four five forty, if he runs like a four five four six forty, mm-hmm. showcases that impressive. arm, he's going to ele- elevate himself to the number one pick. It's just no one's going to be able to stop him. Um, Will Levis is another one. I don't believe he's throwing. From my understanding, I think he's throwing in his pro day. He can lift his stock up in the combine. That's the quarterback from Kentucky. Uh, I wouldn't draft Will Levis. I think that's Zach Wilson 2.0. But he might prove you wrong. Will I Levis. mean, Mel Kiper had him down as the number one quarterback if he wasn't if he didn't have like a bad season. I'm not sold again on Will Levis. Again, the same thing I hear people say about Will Levis is the same thing I heard about Zach Wilson, That's and true. we know what he ended up turning into. Hot take though. So, I'm not a big fan of the combine. I don't even the NBA one. I'm not a big fan of it. I know it's supposed to showcase your talents, but really, you, yeah. could be, you could be five on there, but then when you get with that contact. It really don't. All that goes out the window. They say. I mean, I, I I get it. The combine, when you strip it down to its bare, it does look very suspect. I'm not 
gonna go with the very woke take and say it looks like a slave trade or like what they do with slaves. I'm not gonna go that far. But I mean, it definitely has some type of like dehumanizing type of thing. You you know, you're walking around in your underwear, you got them poking and prodding and looking at you. I mean, did you want me to go country and say draws? I mean, my wife be laughing at me when I say draws. So, they're compression shorts. Uh, I mean, I do see it, but I do think the combine helps a lot of players' stock. I mean, I remember watching Chris Johnson run that 424, and I had never heard of Chris Johnson. Made me instantaneously yeah, look him up, and he ended up being one of my favorite players, you know. So, no, that definitely helps for people like him that like no one really knew yeah, about. Yeah, that no one really knows yeah, about. Yeah, so it definitely helps. I'm just saying, like, someone could blow your mind, though, and then when they get on the field, then it's like, oh, exactly. they... Now, yeah. I would say for the karma, I wish they would do... I. I wish, like, for the bigger type players, like, so your first round, guaranteed first round, second round mm-hmm. kind of pitch, mm-hmm. let them develop at the pro day. Let them showcase their stuff in the pro day. Mm-hmm. Leave the combine for low-level players or even HBCU players that give them more That's of a good. bigger chance. Because I know they have an HBCU combine. I watched it. They were throwing the bottom lead people out there to go watch them. Make that the big combine. Make that for small school players. That's true. HBCU players because the big time players are not doing it anyway. They're they're more focusing more on their pro days anyway. Because mm-hmm. um, they know they're gonna make it. Exactly. Anyway. It's a better and plus pro days are a better environment, especially for quarterbacks, because you can control the environment. You know the wide receivers. You know what they're gonna do. You you control the temperature of your pro day. That's how some Zach Wilson. Amazed everybody in the pro days shot itself up to the number yeah. two pick. So, I, I mean, I, I definitely get it, but I, I mean, I wish they just made a combine for more small school kids and HBCU I kids. Guess. So, we are, I believe we are running out of time. Just are we minutes. in the two minute warning? Yes, yes we're at the two minute warning. So, for our two minute warning, we're going to talk about Bronny James. If you look at the report, they said Bronny James is now pegged to be a top 10 pick in the 2025 draft, right? I think it's 2024. 2024, okay. Yeah. 2024 NBA draft. Yeah, because he's about to be in. Which has amazed a lot of people because of his rise. I mean, first people were kind of amazed he made the McDonald's All-American game. And now he is vaulted to a top 10 pick. And I read the the, the scout that said it. And some of the stuff he did say, I can see it, that he defense. has he's an elite defender. Mm-hmm. He has gotten better in his game. He's it, He is very athletic. Let's just say that he did get his dad athleticism. He's bulked up in size. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest. I don't see it, but just what you think. Um, I hate, I don't, I, I mean, this is what we do for a living. But I see, I definitely see the potential. I see that he wants it a lot. I see the, like, the, I don't, the dog. I see, I don't, I, I know we talked about Patrick Beverly. I don't see mm. the Patrick Beverly dog, but mm. I definitely see like he wants it. Like he wants to be great. Um, he averages four. He averaged fourteen five and three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is I mean he seems it seems so. I, I what I'm to say I don't think he should have been in the McDonald's All American game first off, and then secondly, I would like to say I don't think he's a top ten. Either. I'll say it, it, so. It, it, I, let me judge by how he does it call. It, yeah, that that? I say it's a little <laughs> early to tell. So all yeah. my high school talent, I don't see it. I don't see it uh, right now. Reading his profile, I do see Patrick Beverly. If he's going to be a defender, with maybe a, it's hard to say because, Pat, like we talked about off 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 camera, that Pat Beverly averaged thirty points. Yeah, in high, in high school, school. You yeah, know, and so. Bronny's only averaging fourteen. So. But Bronny, I think, is a better shooter than. Mm-hmm. Pat Beverly, but I mean, let's just kind of wait. I still think this is still a it's bit still of a, a little mach- early. It's still a little early. I don't think he should have made the McDonald's All American um, because <laughs> the one so. thing about him is being a six-two point guard and does he have the playmaking skills? So we're running. So that is the end of the at the buzzer show. But so before the we no. the <laughs> to give you a quick rundown, what we're gonna be watching tonight? I mean tomorrow. KD is returning tomorrow against the Charlotte Hornets. So the Phoenix Suns, uh, Charlotte Hornets game, it will be the game we'll be watching tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we'll be talking about exclusively Thursday. And also, we might be able to dibble-dab into the Serial game, John Jones fight. Who knows? Oh, Lord. <laughs> but follow so, us on At The Buzzer. Follow our Instagrams. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And this is at the, at the Buzzer Sports Show. We here every Tuesday and Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like I said, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. YouTube, 
Instagram, all your social media platforms. Amazon. Please add us. Add me at King Will Womack. Jess. Apple. Uh, follow me at, at JessNet underscore. All right. And this is <laughs> At The Buzzer Show. I'm the host, the man, the myth, and the legend. Yes, that's me, King Will. And I'm Jess. JessNet. And we'll see y'all Thursday.